0: Hello and welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast with your hosts, Tyler W. Moore and David Wayne Young.
1: Okay, hello and welcome to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast Halloween special for 2021. Uh, Today, we have here myself, Tyler.
0: And you also have the... Lovable, spookable, uh, David Wayne Young.
1: I have removed all all uh, iterations of the word "spooky" from my vocabulary for at least the next couple years because people have driven it into the fucking ground.
0: Oh yeah, uh, I heard "spoopy" is back.
1: Oh, yeah. how unfortunate that yeah. should have uh, that should have passed in twenty sixteen when it was. Uh, <laughs> Should have been put in the fucking ground then. But today, it's Hammer time because we are talking about... uh, We've talked about different iterations of Dracula and Frankenstein Mm -hmm. over the years. And I thought, what would be more appropriate than to cover the Hammer versions of these two films? The Horror of Dracula and The Curse of Frankenstein. Both of these starring Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee
0: two legends. Absolutely. Two British legends, yeah.
1: Especially like because of these. So, you know, I figured I I'd never seen either one before. I I knew them by reputation more than anything. Sure. So, I didn't know what to expect, but you know, I figured it should be a good time. Uh, and I guess we'll we'll see how we, we felt about it.
0: Yeah, I I actually didn't uh, I've never seen either one either and um it, it was just funny to me because i i don't think i realized right away until i started watching horror of dracula that they were in fact you know the the same production company the same like you know yeah. ca- cast mostly and you know it, it was a very very cool surprise to see that cuz you know i did I, I do very little research usually when i jump into these um right. i like to be surprised
1: usually so these are movies that, like you know, I've heard about these almost like you know, just kind of like B tier, like right under the Universal uh, movies, like for years, just because you know I I have been this uh, this like classic monster movie freak for so long, right? But let's get into the horror of Dracula, because Ooh. obviously, like you know, for Christopher Lee up until maybe, um the turn of the century, I mean, the guy was known for playing Dracula. Like, yep. that was his thing.
0: Like, six times, so, I think. Six different Draculas. If I'm, I believe so. Yeah. It, it may be give or take one, but I think yeah. it was six is what I remember hearing. Um, But, yeah. Uh, <laughs> was this the first time he played Dracula? I'm actually yes, curious. Yes, this, okay.
1: this is the first of both of these series. Okay, got it. I was, I was just talking about his, it was almost strange because I feel like maybe like later performances, I know that as the series went on with this one, he actually got like less interested. And there was one where like, he refused to say any of the dialogue that was in the script. (laughs) Oh no. So like, I don't know how, if the performance got any better. Uh, sure. He's not bad here. I won't. I won't say that. It's kind of not what I expected, though.
0: Oh, not. He at doesn't all. have
1: like. He does not have like his deep like, like voice that you hear in his later work. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're thinking it. I expected him to sound like Count Dooku, uh, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> of course, and uh, that's not. It's it's actually like fairly reserved for the most part. Yeah, I, I was a little, I was a little taken aback by that, but um, both Cushing and Lee are great in their roles oh, for sure. absolutely. Like, you know, I think Peter Cushing, Killed like it. more than anyone, <laughs> is like the most incredible Van Helsing there's ever been. Like,
0: <laughs> I, I think that um, part of that is, of course, the performance, but also they wrote Van Hel- Helsing really well in this iteration. Yes. Um, Which doesn't always happen, and you know me, I'm kind of a Dracula freak.
1: And this is probably the furthest away from the novel that we could possibly get. (laughs)
0: The the furthest so far that I've ever seen on the big screen. Um, You know, there are times where Dracula makes a cameo in some fun show or something, but as far as, like, Dracula movies go, um, this is by far the furthest, like you said. Once Um, you
1: realize that that's what they're doing, you can kind of go, like, okay... I'm not going to expect them to adapt Dracula to a T.
0: Correct. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt. Cause I, you know, again, I think you and I probably both jumped in thinking we're expecting the Dracula story. Yeah. Um, and that's not what you get.
1: This is kind of almost more like a slasher movie, Dracula than anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I, I feel yeah, like I'd it's a so. little bit more, it's a little bit more of a standard horror film. Like, and it's, Because these are the 50s, I think, and they feel very ahead of their time in many ways. Oh,
0: are they the 50s? Okay, I actually... Here's a fun thing. Um, Looking at the sets alone... Well, and you know what? The camera a little bit. But looking at the sets alone, I was like, this is an early 60s movie. I didn't look them up, but okay, so you said 50s? Let me
1: double check. Okay.
0: Because, you know, maybe give or take a few years, maybe me being wrong isn't so bad, but... I'm gonna feel really embarrassed if it's like early '50s or something.
1: 1958. Oh, okay, okay, cool.
0: Yeah, because um, I don't know the the set design uh, gave me uh, the same kind of vibes that I got from like those uh, those other like the historical epics that would come along later and uh, sure. Yeah. So okay. Yeah.
1: Speaking of set design, though, like this is probably like it's not it doesn't really even try no to be like the universal movies yeah um which is which is great i mean there's like you may i mean you could probably like there's probably elements that they borrow from there instead of the source material in many right. ways um that i'm sure anyone could have a great time pointing out but like you know it doesn't like it doesn't have that it doesn't have that aesthetic to it it's going for it's being its own thing um like the castle is super cool but it's not like you know this big iconic like
0: yeah um, not at all
1: (laughs) uh, horror movie classic horror movie castle type of look it's just you know it's a it's a fucking castle (laughs) like yeah and it's kind of neat like
0: it's interesting too they uh, i i don't know if this like rattled you immediately but they uh both Van Helsing and Jonathan Harker arrive in the middle of the day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Every, I think every Dracula movie I've ever seen, I mean, obviously the source material, same thing, but you know, um, someone will arrive at night, you know, like whether it's Jonathan, whether it's, um, you know, we see a couple of different characters like Renfield, uh, do the same thing, but it's always at night that somebody appears and gets to meet dracula this didn't uh it totally like from the beginning d- goes a different way which was really which, interesting
1: interestingly enough you you brought up i don't think we see renfield in this no do we?
0: no we don't and we see the names of some of the other characters tossed around in different roles which was really cool
1: yeah yeah I, well because like usually most adaptations combine renfield and jonathan harker yeah um which, I think in the Universal one, they just make Jonathan Harker Renfield. And I think, like, his, the reason he's going there in this one is a completely different... Because he's yeah. going to be his librarian. I think that's, <laughs> uh, like, a completely different thing. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and by the way, let me tell you... This is probably like the adaptation with like the most fucking red flags <laughs> for, <laughs> yep. for for uh, for Jonathan Harker I've ever seen. There's literally a woman like running up to him like please help me get out of here and he's like what are you what are you fucking crazy? <laughs>
0: like, yeah. And you know it's funny like, chill because out. <laughs> you look at it and you're like why isn't he reacting the way a normal person would react to these red flags? And that's where it gets even crazier.
1: Because he already knows. He already knows. I couldn't yeah. believe
0: it. I could not believe it. And you know what? That was a very interesting take. I liked it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably, like, I'll, I'm going to say, like, right out. I mean, I think we've established, like, last time that I think uh, the 92 Dracula is, like, my my favorite adaptation of the story. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like... I mean, Bella Lugosi still has a special place in my heart. Um, of course, this one might kind of rank lower, but but it's um, way up there, isn't it? But it's but it's still really good. Like, yeah. um, I don't know how many like re it'll necessarily get from me, just because like obviously if I have a couple versions of the Dracula story, I already like like you know I don't know how often I'll go back. I am curious to see a lot of the other christopher lee dracula's but there's like so many there's so many like cool things about this especially like the look of it Mm -hmm. all the blood in the movie is like this super bright red like
0: oh it's um, awesome and it's i mean it starts that way one of the uh, the the opening credits you have the the blood dripping It, it was interesting their use of blood because i i mean i don't think we ever really got so graphic Early yeah, on. no. Um, yeah, it, it was interesting to me, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you get to see like these really gruesome wounds in the in the women's necks. Um, the victim's oh, and like necks. the
1: whenever they like burn the uh, like crosses mm, against their foreheads. That's good too. Like, yeah, that's some good shit. And then just like even like the atmosphere of it, like there are parts where like it's so cold there you can like see their breath. And it's like yeah, I guess it would be that cold. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um it's yeah, it's there's just like a lot of a lot of nice attention to detail.
0: Atmospheric um, attention. Yeah, I, I get it.
1: <laughs> and Dracula's like a fucking like they went full on I mean like he's sort of he's sort of charming like at the beginning, but they like go full on creep pretty fast. Like Yeah. Uh Dracula tries to bury a bitch alive in this one like it's which crazy. was awesome. <laughs> I have no idea why he was doing
0: that. And you know what they they don't come back to it. They don't explain to you why he's burying a bitch. <laughs> but you have to assume this is just this is what vampires do. This is now yeah. <laughs> now canon in my head. Yeah, this
1: is this is the mythos. Uh, sometimes they'll just try to bury you alive. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I I thought for myself anyway, uh, just to like make it make sense because sometimes I'll rationalize like that while I'm watching something that has an oh, established mythos. Yeah, um, <laughs> especially that, um, but also deathbed. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, for this movie in particular, I was like, What if you have to bury them so that they are in fact quote unquote dead before they rise? And so like that's that's the reasoning I gave it. Surely it has nothing to do with anything, but you know, for those of you that that scene in particular really nugs at you just, just There's a
1: fan in for you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I have to say something, and I may have said this in other Dracula um podcasts but lucy always sucks yeah she's always dumb she's always dumb and it's like come on come on can't we have like a smart lucy who like you know at least tries to resist this whole i mean it took no time at all for her her to like you know kind of be whisked into dracula's arms i'm like oh yeah "Ah, come on
1: lucy why does (laughs) lucy always it up are for you everybody. Even, are you even trying? Like,
0: <laughs> and you know what's funny is there are still parallels. Like, Lucy is of course the first, uh, the first woman victim of the group. Um, that that's true every time. Um, and then Mina is the one who's uh, who winds up, you know, being his final like attempt. Yeah. Um, and you know they even wound back up in Transylvania.
1: <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah.
0: Or Klausenberg, or w- wherever it was this
1: time. Yeah, well they they made a point of it not being Transylvania. Yeah, I remember that. But yeah.
0: you know, it's Castle Dracula. You wind up right on the doorstep again,
1: which is good. Oh, yeah,
0: I, I like that. I like that final chase always. Um, so it made sense for me.
1: Speaking of, I mean, like. This has gotta be, like, obviously and not at all even close to the source material, but, like, what a rad finale. Like... Oh, I know. Like, getting the one where, like, I mean, because, I mean, I think you even said before, like, there's no like, burning in the sun with Dracula, but, like, th- like this version of it, like, seeing him turn into, like, dust is incredible. Oh, it's gorgeous. like Absolutely. It's so great. I and love
0: it. They set an expectation too, because it it basically does um a, a little bit of a reversion for anyone who is brought back to like the state of nature i would say you know their yeah. non-undead state so you see this uh this first victim of his uh this random woman that he keeps in his castle our first red flag uh yeah she, she reverts back to an old lady when she's you know Vampire killed when she's finally yeah, yeah. set to like, rest. This is
1: probably the age she's actually supposed to be. Exactly.
0: Like, and of course you see the same reversion with young Lucy, you know, no fangs, no burns, nothing. It just all goes away. Right. Well, mm-hmm. then you see Dracula is supposed to be five, 600 years old. He becomes fucking ash. And it's yep. like, it makes perfect sense. They set you up to see that scene happen. They wanted it to happen and they made it make
1: sense. I loved it. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. Like, I will say it was... Like, it's not a long movie, but it does kind of... Like, it tends to drag a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. Sure. I Yeah, I, like, again, I would not call it my, like, favorite adaptation. I And I'm... I don't want to say, like... I think my expectations were a little too high. And, like, I ended up feeling a little disappointed when I saw it, but, like, having it... Because I saw it a few days ago, and it's pretty fresh in your mind. But um, right. for me, I'm kind of thinking, like, I don't know. I'm walking that back a little bit. I, I feel like I do uh, – I did enjoy it for what it was. Oh, of course.
0: Yeah. And you know what? There's always going to be – I mean, with, with any movie, I think this is something that fans and listeners should, like, keep in mind. You know, any movie that adapts something – you're always going to have a picture in your mind already You know Yeah, yeah. So I mean even though this isn't like A loyal adaptation It's a fun ap- adaptation
1: Yes and, and I, I would mean... be curious To see what some of the Like if there are good sequels Like wh- like if there are and which ones They are so sure. I can follow up You know yeah. and like maybe I would get a little bit more out of those Since they're kind of like Like untreaded ground You know Yeah
0: mm-hmm. I, I would think uh, it. <laughs> I, I'm almost thinking that probably none of them are, um, just because. Oh, I do not believe it. it. It's it's just this thought I have that like almost no horror sequel is a good sequel. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I know that's like shitty to have a, a predisposition of um, because there are great sequels or great. Uh, I...
1: I do feel like this is probably, like, the... Because, like, Universal made a few decent sequels. hmm Like, I'm doubting that, like, by this point, we're probably getting into, like, okay, let's let's make a profit. Right. <laughs>
0: it was more profit think... and possibly Star Vehicle just because, I mean, let's think about, like you said, Christopher Lee really was known for this role, so... Yes, you know, in a way we're still like in the Star Vehicle era. I mean, it just makes sense.
1: But David, do you have a Jamie rating for this movie?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Um I'm going to give it a solid 8. I I sincerely and en- wow. I sincerely enjoyed
1: myself. I'm going to have to go with a 6. It was enjoyable, but I again, I don't know how often I'm going to revisit it. Sure. If you want to kind of see like a more like simple a, a, a classic but brutal dracula you know like a nice little middle ground sure i think people will enjoy it like
0: i i think uh for for you part of it will be like splitting splitting hairs between beginning and ending like giving beginning like a lower jamie rating and then the ending like, it uh,
1: really is i mean if i was just rating the ending you'd be a 10 out of 10 like <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah um, I, I think because it's so fresh in my mind, maybe the majesty of this ending has like stuck with me. <laughs> I mean it's just it's a really good watch.
1: Like Oh, it's yeah, it's fun.
0: Yeah. Well, with that, I, I guess we should talk about the other uh movie we saw starring Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee.
1: Christopher Lee, yeah, yeah. That would that being the curse of Frankenstein. And something, just like talking about sequels really fast, something I find very interesting about this series is that, you know, in the Universal series, we pretty much follow the monster. Sure. uh, Whereas, like, the monster dies in this one, and he he makes... It it follows Dr. Frankenstein making more monsters. And you know, it kind of makes sense. I kind of... Like, and especially, like, I mean, again like peter cushing in this role yeah. yeah he's so good i mean like he he gives colin clive a run for his money for real like he's like great as doctor and because again i mean the thing is he's a bastard in this one. one oh is yeah a, oh absolutely. he's a fucked up guy <laughs> like more than ever
0: yeah i felt some animosity toward him uh you know like because i watched this first I watched Curse of Frankenstein, and then later I watched uh, Horror of Dracula. So when I first saw him appear in Horror of Dracula, I I felt a little pang of, oh, there's that bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which, of course, was dissuaded later in that film. But in this film, it's an appropriate emotion, I feel. There's that (laughs) bastard. He's the
1: worst, man. (laughs) Like, like he is... Because in all other versions, they pretty much have, like, Dr. Frankenstein is just kind of, like, obsessed with this, this idea, which, you know, I think he believes will better mankind. It's, of course, his character flaw, though. (laughs) And, yeah, and then, of course, he becomes obsessed. Right. And, like, you know, does some really horrible, like, you know, grotesque things. To make it happen and then once it's done or like once he thinks it's done he kind of uh he's like he kind of comes to his senses and um you know but also abandons this uh his his creation yeah and that's sort of like that's sort of the worst thing he does in like most of the other adaptations this guy is a psycho (laughs) like yeah
0: um, he may... Like, he
1: starts uh, he, out as a little bastard, like...
0: He really does. They show him as, like, you know, you want to guess somewhere between, like, uh, his like teen a, years and, like, maybe 20, right? You know, yeah. he's, he's not old enough to where anyone would think he's an adult. And so, yeah. um, you know, he's left with his family's inheritance. He's calling on this tutor to help him um, learn because he really does... Uh, value education still. And um, that's a really interesting thing to watch in and of itself.
1: Yeah, I really like the first act of this movie. Like, it's a very interesting take on, like, the character.
0: Yeah, and to have someone like Paul, his tutor, um, be that, like, that mirror of his... You know, it's his foil. It shows exactly how he's transformed it shows um, what's wrong with him in the first place. You know, it's it's the way that his deeds are reflected to the audience. Um, Yeah. And it's, it's very effective, but um, even early on, he's like uh, dismissing his poor aunt and his uh, doting cousin, you know, he's dismissing them right away. You know, and of course there's like this mention of, which was not weird at the, you know at the time of this uh yeah. this story um that the two cousins are to be wed there was an arrangement um and you know he he lets that be uh a part of the story letting letting his cousin nurture this romance in her head for how long before you know yeah. finally just kind of ignoring her when she comes out to see him
1: it, it's yeah like it so, so weird, sad like, he, the guy like I think, you know, if you had to describe him as anything, like, he's a narcissist. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So, he's, like, kind of, he loves this idea of, you know, people, I don't know if it's, like, people wanting him or, like, you know, or people needing him, per se. Sure. Like, because there's her, and then there's, like, this housekeeper that he's been boning for however long, and he (laughs) also promised to marry. Right. Like, and... He does her dirty, man. Like, it, it, that's some rotten shit. Like, Yoke.
0: Not only does he, like, treat her like absolute shit while she's alive, but, uh, yeah. uh, He, he traps her in the room with his monster. It's true. Yeah. I mean, of course, she did threaten to, like, tell the authorities. And, you know, any self... <laughs> Rightfully
1: <self-re-> so. Yeah. <laughs> any
0: self-respecting <laughs> madman would, of course... Uh, you know it's bring like a to fruition them, yeah. a certain yeah <laughs> a certain <laughs> end to that person but um yeah he's just oh he's a real bastard
1: <laughs> he really is and I, I i just i love it like
0: oh yeah he's clearly you know. the monster you know and oh yeah
1: that, that's they, they that's what the narrative's about way. right like yeah yeah
0: um i i, I know that there's this
1: less like less so even like mankind being the monster and like no it's literally this guy like it's <laughs> right. pointedly him like
0: yeah yeah i was gonna say uh speaking of monster i mean with christopher lee it's it's crazy how how much less they focus on like anything sympathetic he's
1: he's a yeah, conduit he's definitely yeah he's a
0: conduit for what Frankenstein's doing. We don't really care about the monster the way that we usually care about the monster, the way we care about Boris Karloff, right? Like, right. It's a different, it's a different approach to the monster in particular. And, um, I, obviously the story's about Frankenstein here. It's about him, uh, the, the actual scientist. Um, and I, I think that this approach made sense. Um, it definitely caught me off guard, though, because uh, I yeah. was fully expecting to feel for the guy um, at some point.
1: Yeah, yeah. They don't they don't really dimensionalize the creature at any point. And oh, creature. That's, that's okay.
0: right. My bad. This time it's well, a creature.
1: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you can say either one. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they, um, yeah, like, you know, he looks good. Christopher Lee does a good job playing oh, him. Oh, yeah um they like everything they do to lead up to it i liked the play on like they get a good brain for him, and then like it gets screwed up while he's uh like i mean he's pretty much done a good job of like preserving it and then paul shows up and screws everything up for him
0: right it's not um, like it's an abby normal brain
1: yeah 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 we don't do that one from the very beginning uh <laughs> And, like, because obviously, like, we've, you know, we've already reviewed two different versions where, like, you know, we do get the Abbey normal brain. And uh, I guess three versions, right? <laughs> sure. We, da- yeah. we have talked about Young Frankenstein. <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> if we're going to reference it, we
0: might as well give it credit yeah. where credit's due.
1: And then we also, uh, we've seen the, the 94 version where he does get, like, a genius's brain and it's functional. Mm -hmm. Just kind of doing, like, again, almost sort of, like, this one's less of a slasher movie, I feel like. It's definitely, like, it's still...
0: I would call it a psychological thriller, in a way.
1: Right, and I mean, it's definitely sort of, compared to the 94 and the uh, the 31 version. Mm -hmm. Like, it's definitely kind of the trashiest out of the... (laughs) Like and not like you know, not full on like that would be you know an insult to just kind of lump it in there, but like you know, out of out of the ones I've seen, you know, it's definitely kind of you know, it's aiming lower, it's more entertainment value than it is like
0: an art form
1: trying to tell a great story, oh, yeah, you know?
0: yeah, sure, I mean, we will have to acknowledge it is yet another one where um. You know, obviously the approach, the storytelling direction is completely different, you know, on purpose. I mean, it's not like they're being disloyal out of any sort of uh, lack of capability. You know, clearly they knew what they were shooting for.
1: I wonder if they, like, had a plan from the very beginning to do Frankenstein doing multiple monsters. Oh, I'm sure.
0: I'm sure. Now that you've explained it, because I didn't look into the others. But yeah. now that you've explained it, uh, I absolutely think that that's what they were going for. And you know what? It makes sense because
1: cuz it's like let's kind of like let's do a a soft adaptation of the original and then like give people what they are ex- you know what they're kind of expecting but also do our own thing and then you know, let's dive into like this guy's going to make some real weird shit later on. Like Yeah. Um, which is which is fun for uh, for many reasons um I want to say again like great set design and like overall art direction like the the lab you know oh yeah the lab's great like the the boiling kool-aid all over the place <laughs> Well, <laughs> looks... you
0: automatically know when uh, things are because I, I think I'm used to like this almost like, Okay, so the generator's on, like you know this kind of like, yeah, you know, uh, dialogue direction of everything that you don't see that at all in this. No. It's all visual, you the know. Tank
1: from the, is really fun. Like, the tank, I really the like blinking that, yeah. lights,
0: uh, the spinning generator. Everything is visual.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, and then like also the costuming. Like there's lots of sort of like grays, browns, and greens. Mm. Uh and like cuz like there's a few suits that Dr. Frankenstein himself wears and like oh my god they're <laughs> like they look incredible in like this kind of almost technicolor atmosphere we've got going on here.
0: You'll notice that there's a pretty much only one significant regular use of blood. Yeah. Uh on his coat. A- everywhere else it's it's very sparse compared to what we saw with Dracula, which it was of right. course it's everywhere.
1: Um, and like cuz I mean yeah he literally fucking takes a guy's brain out of his head and then his hands are clean when he's moving it over there like Right. No, yeah, very interesting uh choice on that one, but like again even then it still makes up like his deeds kind of make up for any like lack of of
0: gruesome visuals.
1: Right. Yeah, like yeah. The it, action there's less like less murder and there's still plenty of murder. Uh but, right. Like God, the the part where he like pushes the guy like
0: like off the off off the the staircase,
1: yeah. Yeah. Oh, like that's some that's like you know it's gonna happen, but like like even the way he does it is just so like cynical and twisted. It's
0: (laughs) oh, it's bad. He's he's terrible. Yeah,
1: he's terrible, and I love him. Any final thoughts on the Curse of Frankenstein, David?
0: Yeah, um, I will say. It was the lesser favorite of the two. Um, Okay. And and you know what? I think I think it had to do with my expectations more than anything. Again, I I I think I told you I expected to feel sympathy for the creature. Sure. And and that didn't happen. And I think. I wonder if we're gonna
1: have the exact reverse of of what uh, happened last time. We uh, we very well may. (laughs) 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 Um, and,
0: And you know what? I. I like the direction they took with particularly Frankenstein's character. I, yeah. I like a lot of what they did with him. Um, but, you know, I, I felt, I, I felt, and I'm sure that you'll uh, find this to be more of a an enhancement than a detriment. But, um, you know, the <laughs> the cousin, Elizabeth, just didn't feel like, it, 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 she felt like a distraction almost.
1: Yeah,
0: um, I To agree. me. Oh okay cool. Yeah, so yeah, at least we're on the same page there. But yeah, so I'll probably give it a 6.5 because it was very entertaining, but those two things that I mentioned were drawing me back a little bit.
1: Sure, sure. Um you know, I enjoyed it for what it was. Like I it's a different version of the story in so many ways and I feel like if you want to see like a movie where dr frankenstein is you know just this this evil dude uh who who's like who will stop at nothing to like he i'm the guy pretty much like wants to make a monster oh (laughs) he's a psychopath like yeah like he's 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 going out of his way and it's kind of great so if you if you want to see that version this is the this is the version to watch like I don't know, again, I don't think it's, like, one that'll be in, like, constant rotation for me, ne- necessarily. But I am, like, I'm very curious to follow up on this one, like, and see the other sequels and and uh, what have you. So, I'm gonna say Seven Jamie's. Like, okay. you know, not definitely far from my favorite adaptation, <laughs> but uh, still a good one nonetheless. Fair enough. Fair enough. So... I guess that I mean that pretty much does it for uh, this Halloween special. Kept that, it nice and short. Did a little double feature. That it does. Uh, I mean, we already. I mean, we. This is the second podcast we're doing this month, so I mean, you guys wh- know wh- what's what, happening. What do you people want from us? Uh, <laughs> usually, the Halloween special tends to be the season finale, uh, but that's not the case here. We have one more episode to go oh damn Uh, and at least i think so yes yes we do um so oh yes we do that's right (laughs) (laughs) i just remembered and boy am i stoked and uh you'll be seeing that next month that's right we're even breaching into november who uh, who needs a break anymore uh not this guy (laughs) We're, we're already doing this when we're way too busy to do podcasts
0: right so
1: <laughs> what's another what's another one i'm very excited for the next one i hope everybody has a great uh a great halloween season and you know just uh uh stay tuned for more and also here's i, I what let's throw in a couple of plugs why not uh <laughs> we've got the dog park volume one uh you can go to illumination slash dog park and you can pick up a digital or paperback copy that's right you can read that's right you can read or you can watch if you're in the oklahoma area uh in claremore oklahoma for the will rogers motion picture festival you can check out wish you were here
0: yeah, we're so, going to be playing that uh, Friday, the fifth of November, at ten a.m. That's right. Yeah.
1: So head on over there. If you're in the area, go go check it out. All right, everybody. Have a have a happy Halloween. Woo-hoo. Thank you for listening
0: to the Illumination Cinema Movie Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to leave a review and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. For updates on this show and their other projects, get your parents' permission to go to IlluminationCinema.com.
1: Vincent Price and Christopher Lee Um, and uh, it's Christopher Lee and uh, I I'm
0: I'm sorry I I think Frankenstein's played by someone else Peter Cushing right who the fuck did I say you said Vincent Price
1: I fucking did oh my (laughs) god let me start oh my god (laughs) Peter Cushing oh my lord Vincent Price that's so funny